Hi and welcome. This is Inspiration for Your Day. I'm so happy, happy, happy that you are here with me today. It's another beautiful day. Praise the Lord for it. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm your host, Nicole Georges Bennett, and I'm just so thrilled that you've decided to make inspiration a part of your day today. Life is beautiful. Not because of uh, the circumstances that we're facing, but because our God is in control. And because He lives, we can face today and we can face tomorrow. So if you are having a particularly challenging morning, then this is the show for you. If you're having a wonderful morning, this is the show for you too. We will be concentrating on praise and worship today. Lots of great music coming up. And of course, we have episode three of season three of Redemption Road at the in the latter half of our hour together. So lots of good stuff coming up. Our devotional today will be on the Holy Spirit. You don't want to miss it. This is inspiration for your day. Everyone can do it. No worry about nothing. It ain't got no weight limit cause this party is heavenly. That's the problem that It's a new kind of dancing can lead you to your healing. So get up and dance. Dance your problem them away. You've been waiting long, but your breakthrough is today. Forget about every negative thing. Get up and dance into your blessing. It might look confusing, but it's Caribbean Christian living. Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood. Mm. Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood. My blood. Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood. Mm. Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood. My blood. Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, 
please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Welcome to a Burning Love Moment featured on Inspiration for Your Day. My name is Sarita and thank you so much for joining us. Well, you know, this is a time that is used to encourage and inspire our listeners who may be struggling with everyday life issues. But before we get started, let's just take a moment and go before the throne in prayer and just ask God for his blessings over this entire broadcast of Inspiration for Your Day. Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for this opportunity again, Lord God. We thank you for life. We thank you for this broadcast, Lord God, and we thank you for the listeners today. I pray, Lord God, that something will be said today throughout this entire broadcast that would encourage and uplift the listeners, whoever is tuning in. Father God, we cannot do anything without you. We need you in all things. So we ask for you to be with us and to guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you again for joining us. And I have a question for you. What do you think is the greatest need in the world today? And then I want you to fill in the blank here. If we had more blank, the world would be a much better place. I believe the word that we're looking for and the greatest need that we have today is the need for more love. Well, you know, since this is February and it's known as the month of love, we are going to be discussing the topic of love. And actually, we'll be discussing love on a burning love moment for the month of February and also during the month of March. Now, one thing that we all have in common, that is the need to be loved. And whenever I hear someone make a statement like, oh, I don't want to be loved, I find that very hard to believe because we were created out of love. So we all have this natural desire to be loved because that's a part of our makeup. That's who we are. That's how God designed us. And, and we all have a sense within us that wants to be loved and that needs to be loved. But have you ever been missing something in your life and you just didn't know what it was? And I find that some of the individuals that I talk to who suffer from drug abuse and addiction, that they are looking for something. And sometimes that something that they're looking for is, is love. They just need to be loved. They want to be um, uh, felt, they want to feel like someone really cares about them. And you know what? It's actually a major component that's missing in most of our lives. Whenever I think about Jesus, you know, I think, was there anyone he did not love? I believe he loved the prostitute, he loved the tax collector, he loved the diseased people. Jesus loved everyone that he came in contact with, the children, his disciples. He loved people that looked like him, those that didn't look like him. And what is so absolutely wonderful about the love of Jesus is the fact that it is the same today as it was over 2,000 years ago. His love never changes. As children of God, how do you and I stand out from everyone? 
How are we different? You know, people should be able to look at us, just look at our lives, look at the things that we do, look at the things that we say, and know that there is something different about us and that we are followers of Christ. They should know who we are by our love, our actions, the things that we do, the things that we say, the places that we go. They should all be a representation of love. Let's look at John 13, chapter 13 in John. What did Jesus say? A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Now, what he was telling us is just like he loved us, we need to love each other. And by this, all will know that you are my disciples. This was a commandment. This was a commandment to you and to me. It wasn't a request. It was a commandment, which means just do it. A part of loving is also connected to forgiving. Let's say that again. A part of loving is connected to forgiving. Many people, come on, many people are missing out on the love because they have chosen not to forgive. Now, we're going to talk about that. My co-host, um, Dr. Sylvia Shipman and I, we're going to come on in February and we're going to continue, I mean, in March, excuse me, in the month of March, and we're going to continue to talk about love and we will address unforgiveness because unforgiveness will hold you back from experiencing the true, true meaning of loving someone. And, and, and we have to start forgiving. And I know sometimes people hurt us. They say things about us. They betray us. They lie on you. They'll steal. They'll cheat. They'll talk about you. All of those things happen. But we still must learn to forgive. And you know what? As I think about that, the, I think that the best example of forgiveness is displayed when Jesus hung on the cross. And he cried out on behalf of everyone who had crucified him. He cried out to God and he asked to, for God to forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. My prayer is that when we learn to let go and let God, God will take care of everything. He said he'll fight our battles for us. Vengeance is his. We don't have to try to get back at anyone. And some of us may say, well, oh, that was Jesus. I can't do that. I'm not Jesus. He was an exceptional man. And yes, he was. But guess what? You're an exceptional person also. And you're bigger than that. We can, we can choose to love. And when you choose to love, you will gain a freedom that comes with letting go. You will, you will gain a freedom from that. You don't want your life to end. I always think about this. You don't want your life to end and there is unforgiveness in your heart. It's not worth it. It's not worth it because God is going to fight every battle for you. Forgiveness, I, I like that freedom that comes with forgiving someone of something because that means I'm not holding on to it. There is no bondage here and I am free to love and free to live. Well, you might say, well, what if the person 
you're trying to love doesn't want it, if they, they don't want to receive it. You know what? If they don't want really to receive your love, that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter if they receive it or not. What is important is that you and I obey the command of Jesus and that we love one another. And sometimes, you know what, we'll even try to change a person um, to be what we think that they should be. That's not our job. We don't have to do that. Instead of trying to change someone, we are to just love them the way that they are. And the Bible says that love is patient and love is kind. When we choose to just love the person because we know that's just who you are and pray for them, that's what we need to do. If we see that there's some error in their ways and in their character, we are to pray for them. Don't talk about them, but pray for them so that they can be all that they need to be and that they can start experiencing that freedom and, and that peace and that joy that comes with love because Jesus is love. And, and, and with love comes all the freedom that you need. Amen? So you and I, we can give love when our hearts are full of love. And I pray that God fills you and that he fills me and our hearts with nothing but love. You know, Proverbs 3, I think it's um, Proverbs 3 and 3, it says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So I pray that love and faithfulness will be written on the tablets of your heart so that everywhere you go and everything that you do, people will know that you are a follower of Christ because of your love. You won't even have to say anything. They could just watch what you do, watch where you go, and they'll know that you are a disciple of Christ because of your demeanor and the words that come out of your mouth. Okay, so I just thank you today for listening to a burning love moment. I pray that you have been blessed by the words spoken today. Please join us for our next episode, which will be Monday, February 22nd, as we have a conversation with two very special individuals. I want you to know I'm very, very excited about this particular episode. And from time to time, we will have guests on here. But on February 22nd, we will have a power couple. We will have a couple that has been married for over 30 years, and that is Pastor Daryl and co-pastor Karen Montgomery from Pensacola, Florida. They have a true love connection, and they are willing to come and share the secret sauce that has added flavor to their marriage for all those years. And if you, you don't want to miss that episode, please do not miss that episode and join us. And we just thank you for your support. We thank you for your love. And if you would like to have more information about Burning Love Outreach, please visit our website and leave a message at burningloveoutreach.org. Again, that is burningloveoutreach.org. And you may also comment on our page. You can submit a prayer request. You can give a testimony or even a praise report because we love to celebrate with you. And we would love to have you partner with us by donating to this outreach with either a one-time donation or become one of our monthly donors. You can find us on most social media platforms. You can like us on Facebook. 
follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn, and you can subscribe to us on YouTube. So don't remember, don't forget, and, and remember, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Keep holding on. And I love you all with the love of the Lord. I pray that your day will be blessed and we will see you again. Please join us again on Monday, February 22nd for a true love connection. Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. To give you the glory, yes, Lord. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you. My love, my life, it all belongs to you.
How is your TLC 123? Don't forget to call one person, text two people from TLC just to see how they're doing, pray for three people from TLC every day. Let's be faithful to check up on each other, just like the Lord is faithful to us. some great music coming out of the Caribbean music that uplifts the soul and praises the Lord isn't that wonderful I just want to say hi to you if today or this week um, has already started off as a bit of a challenge maybe there's some obstacles that you have to face at work or things that you're dealing with in your life that seem insurmountable 
things that are bringing you down, you know, keeping your spirit down. Uh, I received a little note from a friend of mine this morning, and it said very simply, but I think it's just a nice little reminder for when you're facing these type of moments, you know, where we're tempted to keep our eyes on the storm. So he says to me, good morning. We have seen the raging seas, the rushing waters, the howling winds. We experienced their fury and destruction. We called on the name of God in fear. Only in times of difficulty, we recognize the power of God. He is the mighty God of miracles. He made the lame to walk, the blind to see, and protected Daniel in the lion's den. There is no limit to what God can do. Be strong in your faith, humble yourself before him, and be patient. Wait on your miracle. There is no mountain too high that God cannot climb. Be still and know that I am God. I hope that word really encourages you as you go through your particular storm today. We've got more music coming up, and then it will be time for Redemption Road, brought to you compliments of Ken's Jewelry. Stick around.
custom-made jewelry that showcases style and elegance, check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario. We specialize in modern, contemporary, and vintage styles. All of our designs are crafted with passion, using the most exquisite gemstones and diamonds. Jewelry has no boundaries, so if you can think it, we can make it. Check out Ken's Jewelry at Morningside Avenue, Scarborough. Call us at 416-293-7181. That's 416-293-7181. Ken's Jewelry. Previously on Redemption Road. I can't believe you didn't tell her. 
After you made me pay that big set of money to stay quiet, you thought I would just go and tell her? You have no idea what I had to do to get that money. I was blackmailed into it. Delroy, wait. Talk to me, brother. What's up? Well, my father put me out of his house last week. He said he don't want an ex-con in his house. It's hard, my Rogers. Really hard since my Elton died. It was such a shock. Shock, how? You know how much rum he used to drink? Oh, yes. That is my assembly. Matching leopard print tights and boots by Versace and purse by Gucci. Wow. You're looking just like a, a TV star. Oh, you mean like Nicki Minaj? No. The other one, um, Dennis Rodman. Yes, that one. <laughs> I actually arrived first flight this morning and have been in Roseau for most of the day talking to a lawyer, a divorce lawyer. Oh, mom, no. It appears I am a target for assassination. Colleagues, our country is doomed if we do not act and we must act soon. Delroy Johnson is a man reborn, born once to his parents in the village of Galleon, then born again in a prison cell when he gave his life to Jesus Christ. Now a free man, both physically and spiritually, he is ready to take up his destiny, but the past still haunts him. Delroy, Pardon, are you with us now? Delroy? Yes, yes, sorry. I was just thinking. Well, what? Life, I guess. How short it is. Yes, that's why we have to make the best of times that we have, no matter what. So, you ready to tell me what really happened to you? How you end up serving 20 years for an accidental death? Hmm. Uh, that's a long story. You sure you want to hear it? My friend, I want all the details. Blood and all. <laughs> Okay, so you know, I got three to five years for manslaughter. Yeah, so how did that turn into 20? <sighs> oh boy, where to even start? For the first two and a half years, nothing happened. Things were okay, I had a job, I was a trustee. Yeah, and so what happened? Well, about three months before my first early release review, some guys jumped me in the laundry room and they tried to kill me. Just like that? No warning? No warning. No reason. I didn't even know them guys. They stabbed me six or seven times. Lucky for me. Or maybe it was a plan. The guys show up before they kill me and took me to the infirmary. Good thing they did. Mm. Some might say it would be better if I had died. The warden gave me 15 days in solitary because he said another inmate gets seriously injured during our fight and he blamed me. When I tell him I have a hearing in two weeks, he added another, another week, man. He said I was trouble and he didn't want my kind bringing problems to his jail. 
Wait, 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 wait. Where was your lawyer in all this? Where was your family? I'm the only child for my parents, but they never came to see me. Not even when I was almost dead. I didn't expect the old man, but I was hoping at least my mother would sneak away and come see me. Even my lawyer gave up on me. But Delroy, we shared a cell for a whole year. How come you never told me about this? <laughs> in that place? Man, walls up ears. Ah, uh, okay. I still don't understand how three to five turned to 20 years. While I was in solitary, late one night, the guards come for me and push me back into my cell with a new cellmate. Later, I find out it was a plan they had for me. I had another chance for a hearing in a few months, but my cellmate started acting strange. How? Well, he stopped talking in my head all night. When he first came, he was acting real scared, bawling every night and telling his mother how he's sorry. <laughs> Turns out, he was just trying to fool me. It was a plan. A few days before my hearing, the same fellas that stabbed me, plus this new guy, they come for me in the wood shop. But this time I was ready for them. Plus I had plenty of two by four around me to help me. So I smashed them up, man. And it was back to solitary for me. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Believe it, man. Turns out those guys who jumped me the first time were family to the guy I killed. And my new cellmate, well, it was his older brother. They paid the warden to get their chance for their revenge. Even when I came back from solitary six months later. Six months? Yes, man. The warden got special permission from the Minister of Security at the time to keep me in solitary longer. So next thing, the authorities decided to make sure I was not a danger to society. So they had 20 years on top of over the original five years. I tried for years to get another hearing, but no luck. So I just decided I'm going to be boss in that place and make everybody respect me. Leroy, it sounds like some kind of bad movie and I felt my life was hard. Monsieur. A few years later, you show up and start telling me I can choose a different path that Jesus can save me no matter what I've done. I didn't believe you. But you still haven't told me what led to this young man's death. How did you end up um, killing... How did you end up killing him? That's going to have to wait for another time. Still hard for me to talk about it. I'll tell you later. Our story continues in just a moment. A young man is facing a battle of another kind. Keith Perriman goes to visit someone he hopes can help him, a man of God who was once mocked for his lifestyle. Thank you so much for letting me drop by, Mr. Brown. You can call me Troy, it's okay. I have a problem. I don't know where to start. Keith, when young fellows like you come to me, it's usually one problem they want to talk about. They are gay. 
I'm not gay. At least I don't think so. I don't know. So you are Pastor Felix's son, and you think you're gay? Boy, your people cannot be happy about that. My dad, yeah, my dad. I know. It was the same with me too. I always felt different going up. I was playing cricket, football, running women, all that. But I knew I wasn't just one of those boys. So let me tell you the truth. I gave my life to Christ when I was around 25. By that time, I was living in the U.S. with a man. No one in redemption knew that. Whoa! Yeah, I used to be wrong and strong and in your face with my attitude. It wasn't until God called me that I repented of my sin. So, you cured now? I can only speak of myself. God forgave me of my sin. And I stopped doing the actions that God says it's sinful. I have asked him to take away the desires that are not of him. He gave me the Holy Spirit who gives me self-control. I focus my eyes on God and doing what is pleasing to him with the life he blesses me with. What does that mean? You're not gay anymore? I no longer call myself that. I struggle with temptation daily, just like anyone else. To be tempted is not sin, you know. It's when you act on the temptation, you do wrong. I understand, but I've had these feelings forever. How they just going to go away? We are all born with feelings. All of us born in sin. Being sinful is our nature. It's only when Christ comes into our heart, the power of the Holy Spirit sets us free. So you're free? I claim that freedom from sin. This human body may want to do sin, but I am in control of it, not the other way around. I don't know if I can follow your way. Not my way. Pray and ask God to show you His way. Donna has one last visit with her mother before she and Robbie take their family to Tobago. Saying goodbye is never easy. So are you really going and just leave your poor old mother behind? Guaye? Boy, 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 I tell you. I'm grateful to you and it's a curse. Is that all I do for you? Mommy. I will be back in six months' time. You and Auntie will get along just fine. Don't worry with Adonis. She's just miserable. I will cheer her up. I'm going to take a dancing just now. You leaving me with this crazy woman. So, are you trying to kill me? Charity. God rest her soul. She would never abandon me. That's a child who appreciated 
everything I ever did for her. Not like you. Everything you did for her, like giving her to a grown man, like Black, when she was only 16. Bonjour, don't know what you're saying. That come for her when she was 14. I tell him, make her grow a little stick. I make him wait for her. I give her a chance. But my mother trade me for a bread to the neighbor when I was nine. Nine years old, Donna. I was just nine. Why are you telling her that? Girl, don't talk about those things there. That's a long time in the past. But why, mommy? My Lord. Because my mother had seven of us. And we had to eat. I didn't have a choice. But I say, my girls, they're not going to pass through what I passed through. Mommy, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. What, what, what happened to you? You think I want your pity? Keep it me. I don't know why you're telling her that for. You must get over those things, Vashti. How it helping to talk about it? What happened, happened? That's for you. You come down from New York, ghetto, saying like you have money. You think I don't know is a knockoff you're wearing? Look, the Nike shoe have an extra letter in it. Since when Nike spelling N-I-K-E-Y? Don't pass your age on me. It's not my fault you don't know European brand name. That's how they spell in Nike in Sweden. <laughs> you make me laugh. Okay. At least you're good for something. Why are you still crying? Child, give me a hug. And go catch your flight, okay? We will talk when I get back. It's not good for you to keep all this trauma bottled up inside. Talking nonsense now. Make her wash her face. Don't make her go in the plane like that. I'm like a play with son. We will talk, okay? Girl, stay out of big people business, eh? Bye, mommy. I love you. Bye. <sighs> Thank God. She does the depressing me. Nobody not bringing me down. Yeah, but you have water in your eyes, though. Look, take a shot of brandy. Vashti, what happened to you when we were kids? Mommy shouldn't have let that happen. She in her grave. I'm still here. For better or for worse. I am still standing. Forget the brandy. Look under the bed, eh? You will see a bottle of nanny. Had to hide it from the pastor wife there. <laughs> Girl, you're just too bad. <laughs> Our story continues in just a moment. Halfway around the world from redemption, Blanca, the ex-wife of Reginald Black, overlooks an ocean view from her luxury apartment. She makes a call to Nita, the executive assistant to Prime Minister Black, and Blanca's full-time spy. It's me, Nita. What's the latest? I can't stay long. It's really bad. There are some men staying in the house now. Foreign soldiers of fortune, he called them. They have so many guns. Hmm. He's really paranoid then. 
He won't eat anything unless I taste it first. And he makes those men check every room before he enters. But I have to tell you something. Yeah? He called your name last night. We were having dinner and he stopped eating and looked at me. And he asked me if I had ever met you. What did you say? I said no. And then he said I was going to get the chance. I was so shocked I didn't answer. And he just went back to eating. I see. What does it mean? It means he knows you're working for me. I warned you, Nita. He may be losing his mind, but he's very clever and devious. You're in danger. What should I do? Who are you talking to? Oh, it's just a friend. I was just saying goodbye. What should you do about what? Get out of there, Nita. Oh, nothing really. Give me the phone. What? Reggie's just my friend. Hello, friend. What? No answer? Come on, baby. It's been three years. Say hi, now. Oh, by the way, I found your little spice in water. They didn't have no tips, so I know you were lying. Smart you smart. Charity. Shut up! Shut up! Reggie, stop! You traitor! Get out of my house! Russell! Russell! Yes, sir? Take this little Judas and drop her off a cliff somewhere. Reggie! Sir, are you certain? Just send her home. Get her out of my sight. Take the key from her and make sure she can't get back into my house. Reggie, don't. I love you. All you think all you can trick me? But you can never outsmart me, girl. Tell Blanca I will find her. Her days are numbered. And the plot thickens. <laughs> You've been listening to Redemption Road. That was episode three. And that was brought to you compliments of Ken's Jewelry. And that is how we will conclude things here on Inspiration for Your Day. If you are looking for a live stream online service to watch on Sundays, please check out the lakesidechurch.ca at 10.30 a.m. for a wonderful time of worship and praise. And that is, again, on the lakesidechurch.ca, 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. You can also check out prayer meetings on the Lakeside Church Toronto on Facebook, and that is Tuesday evenings at 7.30 p.m. So, that is how we will do things up right here on Inspiration for Your Day. I certainly hope that the show has put a smile on your face and a song in your heart. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and God bless you.